You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Small Business Made Simple. I'm sitting here with Kizzy Dominguez. Um, she's the president of K Parks Consulting down in Miami, Florida. I'm, I'm jealous of that. Kizzy, uh, great to have you here. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Sam. Thank you to all the listeners. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So can you just start off by sharing um, what you do at K Parks Consulting and kind of what got you into the business? Yes. So in a nutshell, we are a government contractor. So we provide a lot of services to the federal government. They may not want to spend on a full-time government employee. Perhaps they have an urgent project and they don't really have anyone on their team to complete it. So then we'll come in and we'll provide assistance with training, with research, with IT and other areas. So our, our main focus is the federal government. I love it. Um, when you had, you know, you and I were chatting about what we were going to talk about today, you brought up the idea of talking about managing virtual teams. And before we got on the call, I mentioned that, um, you know, it's really appropriate today people are working remote and even before COVID or corona um it was becoming more and more popular to do and um no one has talked about this in the podcast so i'm really excited to jump into it right, so you have four tips here to managing a virtual team um the first one you have here is stop thinking people aren't working man that seems uh it seems like something I would definitely think that people aren't doing they're sitting at home twiddling their thumbs how do we get over that you have to trust and that can be really hard. I know as an entrepreneur, it's like you watch it grow. So you're involved in so many areas. So to then trust someone and then you have to trust that they're working at home. It's like, like the alarms are going off and you get freaked out. And it, it really, you do because here's the thing that I find so peculiar. No one seems to question the employee who's on the clock at work in the office not doing anything. Somehow that's okay. That's okay because you're there, because I might need you. I mean, really, maybe you do. I don't know. But I mean, we have cell phones and you can text message someone, worst case scenario. So you must trust them and you have to provide clarity as far as what you want them to do. But that's no different than they are in the office. Just because you have an employee in the office, if they don't really know what they're supposed to do other than you like them there, the hours of eight to five, and they always look busy, it doesn't change just because they're at home. Mm -hmm. And how hard is it to kind of get over that? I mean, for me, I would that would be something I'm thinking immediately. Oh my gosh, are they working? How do we get over that? The biggest way you get over it, I mean, yeah, are there technologies in place where you can, you know, track where they are, track what they're working on? I mean, if that's the best fit for your culture, so be it. But 
by holding them accountable, by understanding what you need from them helps. So when I first started my company, we were all virtual. We're still virtual. I have some people that work at a government site, I have people that work from home, I have a pe people that would travel. And so basically now everybody's virtual. And the way that I know that they get things done is because we have a quality review form in which we evaluate them. And also, most importantly, the client gives us feedback and they have to attend all meetings. Mm -hmm. So there's ways to hold them accountable other than, oh, they logged in and I see that their computer's been dormant for 10 minutes. <laughs> I, you know, but you, you have to have a structure in place to hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. And does it go back all the way to the onboarding process where you need to find people with character first off? Um, does it really start there? Is that where the foundation is? I, I think it's, you know, we want to jump and say yes. I think uh -huh. it's really about the culture of the company hmm. because there are great people with character and they will screw you <laughs> over. That's true. Very true. And, and it's, and, and people, the, the big thing is we allow people to fill in the gaps if you don't have a process or a way or an expectation for working from home, even before COVID, if you were just like, okay, Susie, Friday's your work from home, lucky you. And Susie was just like, okay, I guess that's code for getting the car fixed, hanging out, getting my hair done. Mm -hmm. Then how would that change just because now Susie's working five days a week at home? Like there has to be something in the culture of your company to set up those expectations because regardless of her character, People are going to do what they're allowed to do. And if you don't tell them what they're allowed to do, you don't give them rules, they're gonna fill them in. Mm -hmm. And going right back to the culture, step two here, or tip number two here is stop thinking work can only be done in the office. You touched on that before, but I'd love to hear you expound on that. Yeah, there's this, this really, like, I remember there was this company, they, <laughs> excuse me, this, this um, we would kind of subcontract to them. Mm -hmm. And they had this grandiose office and an admin when you would walk in. And I think they had like two coffee rooms. I was like, whoa, like, I don't know why you have two, but <laughs> you would think like there's like hundreds of people there. I think there were maybe 10. I don't even know if there were 10 people, but the office was just spectacular. And it was this big thing, like had the person in the front, they would hand sign payments and it was just that kind of environment. And I always found it so intriguing that they went that route because even at that time, you could still have phone calls routed. Nobody was visiting you in an office. And so I, I think the thing is we have sometimes, sometimes there's that notion that while well, work is performed in the office, I have to see them. Well, you don't understand, Kizzy. It has to be done here. Now, look, I get it. If maybe you're working on something that has a certain security level or perhaps the kind of business, maybe you're in manufacturing and you can't bring the plant to your kitchen, I got that. But I would say for many people where it's a job that involves maybe a computer or a creative, why do you have to be in the office? So you have to ask yourself, why? Why? Why do you want them there? Why? Is it because you can have eyes on them? Is it in case you need something? And if those are some of the, the things that come to mind, then unpack that. When was the last time you really needed them? Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's kind of changing that and, and being okay with it. And I think that's the problem is people don't want to be okay with it. 
because they like that fantasy. They like that mm -hmm. fantasy of my big office and look at what I created and I'm so amazing. And it feeds into our ego and I got it. You know, who doesn't mm -hmm. want their name, I guess, on the side of a building. But it, so it's, it's, it's really dissecting, do they really, do they have to be there or can they only come in a couple days a week? I mean, you have cities. I, I mean, I remember um, Brevard County, I think they're, community college many years ago went to like four days a week how is that possible and you can't yeah <laughs> ah, i don't know Everyone's it reminds it reminds me um i don't know if you've ever seen the show parks and recreation but it's one yeah. of my favorite shows and uh for those of you who are listening tom they it's called entertainment uh 720 i think was a business and they had like nba players there shooting hoops they were like passing out ipads just for the look of the company it was i don't know what they call it it was their marketing plan but what you just said reminded me of that where it's like more of the ego stroke and it doesn't have to be obviously some people you really need the office um but in other areas it you know you might be able to get away with the remote here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. So the third point that you have here, Kizzy, is start having more humility. What does that mean? Having more humility is around understanding why, why is your team there? You know, number one, why is your team there? Number two, you have to have humility and realize that not everybody wants the exact same work environment that you want. Mm -hmm. And also realize that especially in, you know, today, 2020, things are so different and it's okay. It's okay if somebody wants to work at home or if they want to work out of their car or where they want to go gallivant the U.S. and work virtually for you. It's okay because it's not about you. Like even if you started your company, maybe your parents started your company, maybe your grandparents started your company. I can tell you now they may like you, they may like working for you, but it's really the other way. It's more of like what you can do for them, not what they can do for you. And so having that humility is key because if not, then you're going to come off like a warden from a prison and they're not going to really want to work for you regardless of what's going on in the economy. Yeah. And it boils down to the quality of the candidate. I mean, if let's say you had two candidates and one was amazing, but they just, they can't come in. Maybe they have kids, they have to get to school at a certain time. And then, you know, the poorer candidate, the one that's not as good is ready, willing, and able to be there which one can you be more flexible with to get that quality candidate? So just that flexibility alone can really help you grow your business, right? Yeah, it can definitely. And you got to see through things. Like it's like, it's, we have this um, mentality of just being so focused, maybe on the resume or, oh my God, they went to Harvard. Okay, that's awesome. But 
when you look at all these tech companies, how many of the founders graduated from Harvard? I don't think any of them. Um, you know, maybe a small tech company I'm unfamiliar with, but you know, it's 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 again the ego can trip us up. Yeah. So you have four points here. The final point, and I'll go over them one more time real quick. So stop thinking other people on your team aren't working. Stop thinking that work can only be done in the office. That's a mindset shift. Start having more humility. And then the final point here is start having more accountability. Um, I kind of have an idea of where this is going. Can you go ahead with that? Yeah, because, you know, I found, especially for business owners where they they never worked virtually and maybe they could they just they wanted that they had the office and they had the whole thing right and i would hear these comments in this one ceo forum i'm a part of and they would say like oh well you know tanya wants to work from home and then all of a sudden she's now in Nebraska and I don't, I don't, I didn't agree to this. I don't understand. How do I know she's work? And I'm just like, whoa, like there's a lot going on. And it had nothing to do with the employee, had nothing to do with where the employee was situated. The issue was really around, there has to be accountability and a clear understanding of the expectations of the employee whether they're physically in your office, whether they're at a different office, whether they're working from home. So you have to identify what do you want these people, what do you want your team doing? What should they be doing? Then you have to hold them accountable, whether it's, we, per, we conduct monthly reviews, some people and maybe quarterly, but it could be a weekly review until you, know, you feel comfortable. It could be a monthly review or some kind of check-in. It's very short, we use an Excel sheet to complete the reviews, but everybody needs to be held accountable because if not, then it's, oh, well, I didn't know you wanted me to do that. And then you're like, what do you mean you didn't know? I thought it was clear. And then they're like, well, how would I know? I can't read your mind. Mm -hmm. And then you go back to, but, but that's what I hired you for. It was in the job description and yeah. And then it's like, it turns into a fight. And, and no one, I mean, maybe you have a psychic on your team, because if you do, please don't <laughs> my team. But nobody can read my mind. And, and there are times I'll go back, you know, even today I had somebody do something and then I was like, wait a minute, going forward, don't do that. And she was like, but you told me to do this. And I was like, but I changed my mind. <laughs> I changed my mind. And I, it's nothing wrong with changing your mind, but you also have to, you got to identify what do you want them to do? Because then when they're at home, they know. You also need to be clear about the hours. Because for some of our work, I don't care when they do it. I don't care if it's midnight. I don't care if it's two in the morning. But for other team members, they have to, some of my team members have a check-in call every day at 8.30 with one of our clients. Mm. That's how they hold all of us accountable. And so clearly they have to be available at 8.30, regardless of where they live or what's going on in their life. Mm -hmm. So you also have to figure out, well, when, what hours do you want them available? And do you want those to overlap with your hours? Or is it that maybe you have clients in a different time zone? So you have to be, you know, be clear about all of these things because they're, if they don't know, then you can't hold them accountable. And often people want to do the right thing. It's just sometimes they don't really know. And it's okay if you don't know, 
because you might not know what you want them to do. You just know you want them to do it. I just want it done. You know, I just want you to handle the shipping. I, okay, well, <laughs> somebody's going to unpack what does handle the shipping mean? <laughs> yeah, I think honestly, if there's anything that we can get out of this today is, I mean, honestly, whether you're in a virtual business or a physical business, write it down and be extremely clear. There's nothing more frustrating than thinking they're reading your minds because they can't. It just doesn't happen like that. And it's just going to be frustrating. It's going to hurt the culture and it's going to, the turnover is going to be through the roof. It will be. And then you'll have bad reviews when you Google the name of your company and you're going to be pissed off mm -hmm. <laughs> and it just turns into a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. And, but it's you, but you got to understand it's okay. It's okay. Everybody started somewhere. You know, you don't have to know all the answers or have every single expectation that you want them to do. You have to have something. So then you can say, you know, you've done an awesome job. You've been working from home for three months and schooling your children. I'm so proud of you. This is awesome. I'm going to give you, you know, a gift card or I'm going to give you a bonus or I'm, maybe it's just a congratulations. But then that way you at least have something to hold them accountable as, instead of just like, okay, well, I guess you're working and then yeah. make little comments like that, that do nothing but bring, breaks, breaks a person down. It doesn't add mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. Just causes division. Well, Kizzy, fantastic job here. Um, I learned a lot. So I'm going to go over these one more time for everybody. So stop thinking um, people aren't working. Just get it out of your mind. They are. People are, are better than you think. Um, stop thinking work can only be done in an office. That's just not true in today's day and age. Um, and uh, four tips to managing a virtual team. Start having more humility and then start having more accountability. Kizzy, Fantastic job. To close out, can you just share where we can find um, more about you, whether it's social media, website, what do you got? You can find me on LinkedIn, Kizzy Dominguez. There's probably a couple other Kizzy's, believe it or not, but Kizzy, K-I-Z-Z-Y Dominguez. Go to LinkedIn, connect with me. Um, you can um, also connect with me via text too, because I joined community. So please send me a text at 305-853-9481, 305-853-9481, and I share lots of cool information. I would love for you to connect. So connect on community and connect on LinkedIn. And I'm just so grateful, so grateful to you, Sam, and everybody listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.